Welcome to JBT, Jedi Business Talk, a podcast about Star Wars and Star Wars action figure collecting. Awesome, yeah! The reason they're three and three quarter inches tall is because the first mock-up figures that I made were Fisher-Price Adventure People. I will freeze your body and carbonate forever, Han Solo! Not so fast! We finally launched 6-inch when I felt the time was right. We needed a new spark. We started selling all of the action figures through the fan club and uh, our most successful was the Cantina Band. That was enormously one of the best-selling items we've ever sold through the fan club. My nephew has a hand model on the Wampa box. He's the one with the little hand that's in there. Now, welcome your host, Chris B. Welcome to another episode of JBT Jedi Business Talk. My name is Chris B, and I'm your host. And even though we don't have a lot of figure news, we have some news and definitely enough for another episode of JBT. And I also want to throw in some other non-figure related Star Wars news as well on this episode. So let's do it. A few weeks ago, Hasbro Pulse revealed the packaging for the vintage collection X-Wing Fighter from Rogue One with Antok Merrick. Um, there weren't any surprises really, other than it all looked pretty good, but uh, they did put Chopper from Star Wars Rebels on the packaging. And uh, it's kind of funny because it's the 5PUA figure, which is slightly undersized at that, and it just reminded me that we're still waiting for... Uh, the Star Wars Rebels crew to be released in the Vintage Collection. So I thought it was a bit funny that they put the uh, 5PUA figure on the packaging when so many collectors out there just cannot stand those figures. But overall, the packaging uh, looks fantastic. And I think the uh, the card art for Antok Merrick looks great too. So no complaints there. And uh, it was kind of interesting because a few days after the packaging was uh, revealed, a seller from Japan listed the X-Wing Fighter as in stock on eBay for a whopping $224 plus shipping. Uh, He claimed that they are in stock. So yeah, if you can't wait for Target to start selling those, maybe that's something that you want to look into. Because at this point, we don't even know yet when Target will take pre-orders or if they're actually going to take pre-orders for the X-Wing fighter. And uh, the only thing that we do know is that it'll be out this fall. Um, If you have not seen the packaging yet or the card art for Antok Merrick, uh, check out the images on Jedi Business and uh, the link is in the description. Then just two days ago, Disney sent out a press release where they announced a lot of Halloween merchandise for 2021, including a new droid factory astromech droid, Named R6 Witch or R6W1CH. The droid has a red and black paint scheme with a new witch hat. So it's part of the whole Builder Droid uh, series that Disney's got going. And it costs just as much as all the previous ones as well, which is $12.99. Disney did say that the figure will be made available on shopdisney.com as well. So... 
uh, as I'm recording this, the figure has not gone up for pre-order yet. Uh, so we gotta uh, wait a little. But yeah, pictures of the droid are up on Jedi Business and the link is in the description. The Vintage Collection Archive Edition book by Blue Milk should be shipping in September. So we're getting closer and closer, just a few more weeks. Uh, so now is a good time to still get this book at regular retail price on kickstarter.com. I'll put a link into the description so you can get it. It's $70 plus shipping. And uh, I assume that if you're listening uh, to this podcast, you've probably already pre-ordered it. But if you haven't yet, check the link in the description. Now, there's an article on JediBusiness.com which shows you how Hasbro has phased out some of the plastics which they are using. If you remember back in August of 2019, so about two years ago, uh, they announced that they were trying to get rid of plastics used in their packaging. And the first real indicator for me was when I saw the Mission Fleet sets. And I took some pictures of Quill in the Blurk and uh, IG-11 with Grogu in a speeder bike. And uh, Quill and the Blurk, they were secured on the inside with the plastic tray that we've come to, come to know, of course, because every toy basically has these on the inside. Um, and then also the packaging had this uh, plastic window where you could actually see Quill, where you could see the figure. Um, but then the IG-11 set uh, didn't have a window on the front anymore, so you couldn't see the figure. And on the inside, everything was cardboard and paper twists. And it looked a little strange at first because I wasn't really used to that. But, I mean, it doesn't make a difference, right? Because you're just going to open this anyways. And, and, you know, those are made for kids. But uh, the difference, though, was quite striking to have the plastic version and then everything just being paper, basically. So I thought uh, that was quite interesting to see how they are progressing with phasing out plastics. If you haven't seen pictures yet, check out Jedi Business. I'll put a link into the description for the comparison pictures. So now the question is, how is this going to affect the vintage collection or any other Kenner-inspired packaging, really, where we have this uh, blister on the front of the card? Time will tell, but it wouldn't surprise me if uh, there are some changes in store and they will see, uh, yeah, if we'll see some changes uh, coming down the road. Besides Star Wars action figure news, we got a lot of other announcements, including the pricing for the Disney Galactic Star Cruiser. I did an entire video about it and shared some thoughts. In short, it sounds cool. I wish it was original trilogy related though, but uh, yeah, it's outrageously expensive. Even more so than a four-day Bahamian Disney cruise. And uh, I said that to a friend of mine. I said, hey, this is uh, a bucket list item, right? And he came back to me and he said, you know what? I don't even know if this should be on the bucket list. And, you know, he's a hardcore Star Wars fan. So, um, but yeah, that got me thinking, you know, should this really be on the bucket list? Does this sound really something that uh, you want to spend all your money on? But the one thing I got away with, though, was that instead of a lot of excitement for this Star Wars hotel, I think the, the price announcement left a lot of people with a feeling of disappointment. Uh, there was a time when Star Wars was for everyone, and that clearly is not the case when it comes to the Galactic Star Cruiser, because those prices are seriously ridiculous. 
Um, anyways, check out the video that I made where I run down the itinerary and walk through the experience day by day and share some more thoughts about it. So I'll put a link in the description. So check it out if you're interested in the uh, Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser. Now Toys R Us announced this morning a partnership with Macy's. They'll have 400 indoor shops set up next year in 2022. But they do have the website already running. So if you go to macy's.com forward slash Toys R Us, uh, you can start buying toys. I browsed around for a while, but I couldn't find any Star Wars action figures or any action figures for that matter. Uh, they did have some Nerf guns though. Um, so there's at least, you know, some Hasbro deal in place. But again, no Star Wars action figures or any other action figures for that matter. But yeah, Toys R Us is sticking around. I wish they would have just made a deal maybe with Target or Walmart. Uh, because those are stores which I actually frequent. But yeah, it's good to have another alternative to go and look for toys than just uh, a few brick and mortar retailers at this point, right? Yeah, hopefully uh, this is going to be successful. Now, uh, Emerald City Comic Con announced their health and safety guidelines for the event in December. Uh, this is very interesting because, first of all, Emerald City Comic Con has about 100,000 attendees every year. Um, and it's uh, put on by Reed Pop, which also organizes Star Wars Celebration. So I think this kind of gives us an idea of what attending Star Wars Celebration in Anaheim will be like next May. And they basically will check your vaccination cards on entry. And uh, you have to be double vaccinated. So just one shot doesn't do it. And if you are not fully vaccinated, you will need to get tested every day before entry. So that seems to be the new normal. They also announced Hayden Christensen to be there, um, which is, uh, I would say, probably the biggest Star Wars guest that we've had in the Pacific Northwest in at least, I would say, probably the last 20 years. So they did say that there will be a lot of plexiglass around for photo ops, so... At least the normal con experience uh, is coming back for some of those huge conventions. And I'm sure we'll see something similar for Star Wars Celebration in Anaheim next year. But, you know, I'm not sure how intrusive this is going to be and how much fun it can really be if you have to run around, you know, wearing a mask and, and your vaccination cards ready and plexiglass everywhere that just reminds you that we're still in the middle of a pandemic. So we'll have to wait and see how this is going to turn out. Um, they did approve me for a press pass again this year. So I'll probably be there and cover the event on the website. So I'll be, I'll be reporting back on the podcast here as well. Now, a few database updates. The Vintage Collection and the Black Series have now additional filters so that uh, when you go to those toy lines, you can also sort it by clone troopers and stormtroopers now so if you go to the vintage collection for example click on the more tab and uh, choose clones or stormtroopers and it'll show you all the figures or all the clones or stormtroopers uh, from the particular toy line uh, that you're in i think this is pretty cool because uh, it gives you an instant overview of uh, what they've been doing in uh, those toy lines when it comes to troopers so uh, i hope you guys enjoy that and have fun playing around with that um, new additions to the database include the Disney 5-inch toy box figures of Ahsoka Tano, Captain Rex, and Wrecker from the Bat Batch. All three figures are fun. I've mentioned it on the podcast a few times. I really enjoy this toy line. Uh, it's exclusive to the Disney store. 
and uh, I do like that uh, they don't overwhelm us with releases. So uh, if you want to take a look at all the figures, check the links in the description. Um, other new additions to the database include the Black Series Gaming Greats Flame Trooper from Jedi Fallen Order. And then four vintage collection figures with the Heavy Battle Droids, the Electrostaff Purge Trooper, the Shadow Storm Trooper, and the Scout Trooper. They're all now archived in the database with additional photo galleries and a commentary. Again, the link to everything is in the description. Uh, the biggest news for Jedi Business uh, since the last podcast is that there is an entirely new site section now, which is going to cover the Disney Store exclusive Diamond Select toys. Those are the seven inch figures. So far, they've only released two figures uh, with Boba Fett and Darth Maul, but I think those figures are awesome. Um, especially at the $24.99 price point. I mean, they pretty much cost as much as a Black Series figure. And uh, just looking at that Boba Fett, uh, the paint app on this thing is really cool. So I really like those. Um, I think they're really well made, well articulated. They come with multiple sets of hands and accessories. Like I mentioned, they're really well painted. And uh, yeah, I like them. So uh, that section is now up on the website if you want to check those figures out. And rumor has it that there are four more figures coming uh, to this uh, Diamond Select uh, line at the Disney Store. So they haven't announced which characters they are yet, but uh, apparently uh, there's going to be four more at least. So hopefully we'll see those soon. So the Bad Batch wrapped. Um, but before it wrapped, they announced a second season, which is cool. I think that's great news, although they did take the heat out of the last episode, though. Uh, because uh, some of us thought that maybe some of the Bad Batch might actually die, but that was not the case. So we knew that the story was going to continue, but uh, yeah, I liked it quite a bit. Uh, but there were definitely some snoozer episodes with a lot of infiltration stories mixed in. I like the characters uh, a lot, actually, including Omega and seeing the transition from the Republic to the Empire on the ground is pretty cool. Uh, the phasing out of the clones and the design changes in the armor over to the classic Stormtrooper from the original trilogy. The end of Kamino and Hera's backstory. I thought that was all well done. Uh, they mixed in some Aquari designs, clone commandos, even Scorch showed up and Gregor. So, yeah, good stuff. And then the hint of future cloning projects, which could lead us into the sequels with Snoke and Palpatine down the road, and maybe even Grogu. Uh, it's all interesting stuff. So bring on season two, and uh, hopefully Hasbro finally starts making figures from this show in 3 3 quarter inch. Then the trailer for Star Wars Visions is out. The Japanese anime style looks great. They haven't announced any plans yet as to how this will be rolled out, and we don't know yet how long those episodes will be. Uh, if those episodes are 20 minutes or so, this could become a weekly thing, but if not, maybe they'll just dump it all at once onto the platform. We gotta wait and see, but uh, the trailer looks really promising, and uh, I, you know, I can't say that I'm super excited about it, but I'm definitely interested. So, yeah, so that's gonna be out sometime in September. And the last bit of news that I have here is about Star Wars Gallery, which will have a new Mandalorian-focused episode on August 25th. And that one specifically will feature Mark Hamill as Luke Skywalker in the last episode of Season 2. So that's going to be very exciting. 
they've released a few snippets about it and uh yeah i mean i love luke skywalker it's always been my favorite character in all of star wars and uh, seeing mark hamill being back uh yeah it's just so cool and i can't wait to see what it was like behind the scenes because uh i mean the snippets that they've revealed so far it looks pretty cool this job is great in so many ways and i think people think the job is great because we get to tell the story because we we do these effects because we get these experiences because we go to celebration right but also great is just standing on the side and watching somebody you know again like i said i saw that child inside john that he experienced star wars i sit there with peyton you see your crew just staring at mark and you realize they're remembering what it meant to them and you realize that you've been a part of constructing something that's giving that experience to people this good feeling which fundamentally star wars should deliver a good feeling an uplifting feeling in you and your family, your kids, whatever. All right, so this is it for this episode of JBT. So the question now is when are we going to get more Star Wars action figure news? And I think that uh, we're close. I have heard that they are understaffed at Hasbro. So maybe that's the reason why we haven't really gotten a whole lot of news lately. I saw that Marvel announced another live stream, and I think this might actually be the third live stream since the last Star Wars live stream. So we're really, we're like way overdue for for some news. And uh, yeah, hopefully uh, they'll, uh, they'll come through and, uh, you know, they'll talk about the Rancor a little bit, which they have already announced for the Black Series line coming to HasLab, but we don't know any of the details or specifics yet. And maybe they'll give us an update on uh, some of the pipeline reveals uh, that they've done early in the year. Maybe they have some prototypes to show off. So that would be pretty cool. All right. But that can't be far off anymore because uh, it's, you know, it's been a while. All right. So that's really it for this episode of JBT. Make sure to check the links in the description. And thanks for listening. I'll catch you on the next one. It's a wrap for this episode of JBT. Jedi Business Talk is not affiliated with Lucasfilm, Disney, Hasbro, or any other entities mentioned in the show. JBT is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. The JBT logo was designed by George Beza at jbeza.com. To leave feedback about this episode, go to jedibusiness.com forward slash JBT. Tap on the episode and leave your comment. If you'd like to report your toy run finds, leave a voicemail at 971-231-9307. Please be sure to subscribe to JBT through your favorite podcast app such as iTunes and leave your review to help the show. You can also add JBT to your smart home device such as Alexa to not miss a show. For Star Wars action figure news, visit JediBusiness.com, the largest Star Wars action figure database on the internet. On JediBusiness.com, you can sort Star Wars figures by toy lines, movies, brands, TV shows, characters, species, movie scenes, and many other categories. Read up on news, press releases, and events. Or browse photo galleries of Star Wars action figure collections. Thank you for listening, and may the Force be with you. And may the Force be with you. And may the Force be with you.